Welcome to the Canada's History Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Ralph. The April-May issue of Canada's History magazine features a grisly and exciting cover story on Arctic Vikings. The story, written by David Keyes, explores new research into the history of Vikings in Canada and whether the Vikings were in fact some of Canada's earliest Arctic explorers. To learn more about Vikings and their connection to Canada, we turn to the West Coast and the Royal BC Museum. Vikings, a brand new exhibit at the museum, is opening May 16th. The exhibit brings visitors back to the time of Vikings to learn about this exceptional group of people. To learn more, Canada's History spoke with Mark Dixon, Head of Exhibitions at the Royal BC Museum, and Aaron Maguire, an anthropologist with the University of Victoria who has studied Vikings extensively. Thanks so much for speaking with us, Mark. Tell us a little bit about why Vikings are important to Canadians today. I think it's important to Canadians to understand uh, Vikings and their uh, their culture, because they were here in Canada um, as recent as almost a thousand years ago. That's the, the, the prevailing theory of how long ago they were actually here. The We've, in the 1960s, we found a uh, settlement uh, in the north part of Newfoundland. And most recently, uh, about two to three years ago, they actually found some Viking remnants on Baffin Island. So I think it's important to, for Canadians to uh, think about this when we when they come to the show, that there's, there's a strong connection here in Canada to uh, the Viking world. Aaron, I realize before we even get started, can you explain to us who were the Vikings? In terms of who the Vikings are, there's a little bit of discussion that remains ongoing. So we use this word Vikings to refer to people from Scandinavia who were exploring, traveling, raiding, trading uh, all across, well, large portions of the world, really, uh, mainly the northern world. So... Uh, Starting somewhere in the 8th century, we see Scandinavians coming out of places like Norway, uh, Sweden, Denmark, and uh, moving east into places like Finland, uh, what we now think of as Russia, down into Byzantium, as I said, um, trading with perhaps Arabic nations. We see them moving south um, through Europe into places like England and France, trading and raiding um, all the way down, like I said, maybe as far as North Africa, and moving west um, across like the top of Scotland, uh, Ireland, into places like the Faroe Islands, Iceland, Greenland, and ultimately, um, briefly, into Canada. So uh, it's not necessarily everybody who lived in Scandinavia, but these people who were engaged in exploring um, and settling other places. What was their interest in Canada? Well, around the year 1000 or so, um, we see them settling into Greenland. And it's kind of a, a sort of obvious point for them because they've been moving gradually further and further west, um, stopping in places like the Orkneys, uh, Faroe Islands, Iceland, and Greenland's just sort of one more point west. And it's rich in some resources, but it's rather lacking in some of the basic necessities. The Vikings were woodworkers and sailors, and you need timber for these kinds of activities. 
So I'm fairly certain that one of the sources that drew them to Canada's east coast was the abundance of timber. We have a, a site, of course, that many people are familiar with, Lancel Meadow in Newfoundland. And the Lancel Meadow site has evidence for ship repair going on at it. So it, it just seems likely to me that this was one of the big draws for them to Canada. Canadians will have an exceptional opportunity to learn more about this story through Vikings, a brand new exhibition opening at the Royal BC Museum on May the 16th. Mark Dixon tells us more about the exhibit. Our latest show that we have coming is one on Vikings, and the exhibition itself is about seven to 8,000 square feet, which is a fairly large show for us here at the museum. There are almost 500 objects, uh, artifacts that are real in the, in the show. It's a contemporary look at the Vikings um, trying to somewhat debunk the, the, the folklore tradition of them being you know, marauders and raiders and pillagers of, of, of uh, civilizations. But, I mean, they certainly were known for that, but they actually had a very uh, cultural side to them as well. The exhibition itself is... It's divided up into eight main categories. You know, starts off you know, with a sort of an introduction to the Vikings, but it gets into their home life, their their family and community, religion, um, you know, living and death, uh, uh, craftsmanship. Um, I mean, they're they're really uh, noted for their their skill at, at building uh, boats. They were also known for their the business skills. They were great traders, uh, which became part of the, their settling uh, new colonies. Uh, so this exhibit's really going to sort of challenge us to not think of uh, the Vikings as the, the stereotypical um, warrior types. I mean, as, as I mentioned earlier, it's certainly part of their, their history, but there's a lot more to them as well. Well, I hope to see lots of people come out to it. I think this is a really, a really exciting exhibition and a really exciting opportunity. Um, there are going to be artifacts on display in this exhibition that have never left Scandinavia before this exhibition was put together. Uh, so it's going to be a chance to see some really neat stuff and some of the most iconographic artifacts of the Viking Age. Some of the highlights for me, uh, when I, I actually saw the show, I had the opportunity to go see it in, uh, in Scotland when it was there. And one of the most amazing pieces that struck me in this, in this um, exhibit, it's a and when you walk in, it's going to be a very clean-looking exhibit. It's kind of sleek lines. It's it's very Scandinavian, very um, Norwegian look to it. But this art piece, it's um, it's a series of nails from a, a, a Viking ship that has been that have been recovered from obviously the bottom of the ocean somewhere, and they've strung them together in a very artistic way to represent the hull of a Viking ship less. The planks. So the the nails are, for all intents and purposes, floating in midair. I mean, they're, they're they are connected with very fine line, but it almost disappears and gives you the the illusion of this uh, Viking boat of life size. And for me, when you when you look at that, I go, these boats were really small. Wow. Um, and this very small culture, uh, a small population of people colonized across the Atlantic in these essentially open boats with um, uh, with oars and 
got a very small sale. Uh, they were a very hardy group of people. I have a real fascination with the amulets, the the little things that people would have worn to um, and maybe sort of forge a connection between them and their gods and to display their connections with their gods. And there's some really fascinating ones there. Little figure that might be seen as a, a priest of Odin, um, a beautiful little silver figurine of, well, might be Freya, the goddess Freya. Uh, these little figures of Valkyries, the women who carried the dead off to Valhalla. Um, and I think some of the most intriguing ones are the ones that combine Christian symbolism with these uh, what are usually called pagan symbols, um, where people were sort of covering their bases and making sure they got as many gods as possible uh, in their ritual practices. So I think those are the things that inspire me and intrigue me the most, and I'll be happy to see these things up close again. One of the other major components that I like is we actually have a, a, a replica of a Viking ship coming. It's a one that will be outside, people will be able to get up really close to it and have their picture taken in front of it, all that sort of stuff. But it, it gives you a sense of scale as to how small the boat was and what it must have been like to, to cross the, the North Atlantic. And I, I can't imagine, you know, 20, 30-foot seas, uh, you know, pounding rain. It must have been just an absolutely miserable experience for these people who crossed the, um, the North Atlantic. So, Aaron, what is it about Vikings that you think continues to fascinate Canadians today? Well, I have an 11-year-old son, and I asked him this question this morning, and his response is, Vikings are awesome. They were, from my perspective, intrepid explorers and adventurers. I mean, look at how far they spread, right? Um, We see Vikings as strong, independent individuals. Some of our sources, both archaeological and historical, suggests that even some of the women could be seen as very strong, independent individuals. This is very attractive to many people. My mom is a a fan of the TV series, The Vikings, and her favorite character there is the figure Lagertha, who's the the wife of the main character. And Lagertha is a strong, independent woman who's very self-sufficient. And this this is very attractive to a lot of people. Connecting connecting with your uh, visitor by presenting a story that uh, they can identify with is really important to getting a uh, you know a message across or a, and it's something we try to do in exhibits that we produce here is we try to make that connection we try to make it real for the visitor so that they can appreciate um, what it must have been like to be Viking. My special thanks to Mark Dixon from the Royal BC Museum and Aaron McGuire from the University of Victoria for speaking with us about Vikings. For dates and event times related to the Vikings exhibit, go to canadashistory.ca.